Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. As always, I'm Chris Gates from Chris Gates Fitness. Thank you for joining me on this episode. This is a topic I am very excited to dive into, and I hope you are too. Today, we're going to be talking about 10 tips to actually help you burn belly fat, something um, that I've learned over the years of coaching is that something that is very uh, nagging for people, something that's a common problem area and something that is a common uh, issue that people want solved is how to lose belly fat, right? Uh, we all tend to uh, store at least some of our excess body fat in the abdomen, belly region, and unfortunately, that ends up being one of the toughest spots to get rid of body fat, um, especially, you know, those last five to 10 pounds, it seems like when you're trying to lose weight, how do you shed that last five to 10 pounds and get rid of that little bit of belly fat that you have that uh, is unwanted and you want out of the picture. So 10 tips in this episode, and these are all evidence-based tips. I, I, I don't want this to come off as a, a gimmick or anything like that. These 10 tips are actually proven through research to help support uh, weight maintenance, weight loss, and the loss of belly fat in the abdomen region for one reason or another. So I'm not going to be telling you supplements to take. I'm not going to be telling you uh, different workout programs that you should be doing to spot burn fat. No, no, no. We're going to talk about 10 tips that um, you don't have to do all 10, but if you can do a few of them, or if you can even start with one of them and add to that over time and be consistent with it, uh, I promise that this is going to help you uh, lose weight, lose body fat, and lose that belly fat uh, that you have that you want to get rid of. So I'm excited to dive into that. Before we do, though, uh, I want to start off with the thought of the day. And um, the thought of the day is that uh, you should work out for now and you should also work out for later. And I think this is uh, well-timed given the focus of this episode this week. Uh, so work out for now and also work out for later. Do it because it makes you feel great today, but be consistent with it because it will make you feel great for years to come. Often we get wrapped up in the pursuit of whatever the goal is right now, whatever you want to do right now. So like today's episode, you really want to lose belly fat. Maybe you want to do it by the end of the summer or by a vacation that you have coming up. And that's great. Um, but try to expand the scope and expand your focus and, and, and widen the lens on why you're doing what you're doing. And, you know, really it comes down to fitness and nutrition are here to uh, promote positive health benefits. And while that's not probably at the forefront of your mind right now in pursuing whatever you're pursuing, um, I, I think it should be. <laughs> I really think it should be. And, and I hope it can be. And maybe this can be an opportunity to focus in a little bit more deeply on the fact that like, Whatever you're doing right now is going to help you achieve the goal that you have in the near term. But if you can figure out a way to continue doing some of what you're doing, not only up until you achieve the goal that you have, but beyond that, and find ways to incorporate the right decisions with your nutrition and incorporate uh, consistent habits, consistent healthy habits with strength training and cardiovascular exercise, and be consistent with those, Doing that today 
is gonna make you feel great. Nobody leaves a workout and says, man, I wish I didn't do that. I, I suppose unless you got <laughs> you got hurt while you were working out. Nobody nobody leaves a, a, a workout, even if, if you're tired and you felt like you didn't wanna do it, you, you always at least get that fulfillment of, you know what, I went in there and I tried to make myself a little bit better. And oftentimes you come out of a workout thinking like, man, this shit makes me feel great, <laughs> right? So you have that, instant gratification, but also understand that if you are consistent with it, you are going to have that feeling for years and years and years. It's going to benefit you uh, for the rest of your life. So I think that's a good one to to focus on, and I hope that that's helpful. And like I said, it, 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 it ties in well with the topic of the day, which is tips to burn belly fat. I got 10 of them for you. We're going to run through them now, um, but you know, none of this stuff happens overnight. None of these tips are going to give you Uh, a magic pill or elixir that has you doing something on Monday and waking up on Tuesday, a completely different person. That's not how any of this will ever work uh, for for me, for you, for anyone. Um, So these are all about, okay, here are some tips that can really help you maybe tweak what you're doing. And if you're, like I just said, if you're consistent with it over time, I promise you, you will see benefits. All right, real quick, before we dive into the 10 tips, something we need to address right off the bat. None of these tips are going to work for you to burn belly fat unless you are in a calorie deficit. A calorie deficit is quite simply how your body burns fat. And a calorie deficit is uh, consuming fewer calories than your body burns on a daily basis. it's energy balance. Calories are energy. Calories are energy into your body. And if you are have, having more energy come into your body than you are expending every day, uh, you're going to gain body fat. And if you are taking in less energy than your body is expending, well, then you're in a negative ca- uh, energy balance, which means you are going to burn body fat. And I don't want you to take this as a sign of, oh, well then I just need to focus on burning as many calories as I can and then I'll lose the belly fat that I want to lose. That's a dangerous approach. And I, I, I want to encourage you to, rather than try and focus on calories going out, the amount of calories that you're burning, focus on the amount of calories that you are consuming, the amount that's coming in, because um, that's the only true way that you can know how you are manipulating your energy balance and and trying to get into a calorie deficit. For as many fitness gadgets and wearable technology that there is out there, um, the ability to track calories burned is highly, highly flawed and highly, highly inaccurate. So whatever the machine tells you after you do some cardio, whatever your Apple Watch or Fitbit says after a workout, understand that those metrics are highly flawed and they are incorrect, and you cannot go on that information. So want to establish that you need to be in a calorie deficit. You don't get into a calorie deficit by doing endless amounts of exercise to try and burn as many calories as you can. You focus on your nutrition, okay? And so that's going to set us up well, and we can dive into the 10 tips. All right, tip number one to burn belly fat is eating foods that are high in fiber. Um, Fiber is incredibly beneficial when dieting to lose body fat. Uh, I think we all know it can assist with digestion, uh, but it has been shown to increase the feeling of fullness on lower calories. So that's obviously very valuable when uh, you're eating less calories that 
you get that sense of fullness from the amount of food that you eat. Uh, there are epidemiologic studies that have shown that fiber intake is associated with lower body weight. So that's a positive correlation there. Um, and uh, some examples of high fiber foods, uh, most berries are pretty high in fiber and they're high volume, which means you can have a lot of them for low calories. Same thing for vegetables. Most vegetables are high in fiber. Sweet potatoes are very high in fiber. So are black beans, nectarines, apples. Really, if you are focused on fruits and vegetables regularly in your diet, uh, you're going to get a lot of these benefits of having high fiber in your diet every day. Uh, you're going to get the health benefits of having high fiber, and it's also going to help you feel a little bit fuller. So the more of these that you can fit into your daily diet, the more it's going to help you uh, be in a calorie deficit, stay in that calorie deficit, and shed unwanted body fat. All right, tip number two is to reduce the amount of alcohol that you drink each day or each week. And I know this is not going to be a popular one, but it's extremely true and can be extremely effective. And this is one that for me actually was a big game changer. Um, I enjoy alcohol. I, I drink it uh, regularly, but my ability to reduce the amount of weekly drinks uh, over time was huge in improving my body composition and specifically burning some belly fat that hung around on my my belly, my abdomen uh, for a long time. Um, quite simply, drinking alcohol is drinking calories and drinking calories makes it way too easy to consume too many calories each day. Um, this is another one that I address with my clients up front whenever we start working together. Like one of the things we talk about if that client wants to lose weight is, okay, how many calories are you drinking each day? Because it's just so easy to put down calories. You wake up in the morning, you get a 400 calorie coffee from Starbucks. Uh, you have a couple pops or sodas throughout the day. And you're looking at a thousand extra calories that you just drank that didn't make you feel full. Uh, that, that makes it way too easy to be in a calorie surplus as opposed to a calorie deficit. And it makes dieting and losing body fat uh, really difficult. Um, alcohol lacks the nutritional value that you get from protein and fats and carbohydrates. Um, and your liver is actually forced to prioritize the breakdown of calories from alcohol over everything else you consume. So you can see how this is going to slow down your metabolism and contribute to, to weight gain. And we see that in the research. So it's essentially alcohol is seen as a toxin by your body. Um, and the reaction is to flick a switch and burn that off before everything else and do it as quickly and efficiently as possible, uh, which means that more calories from food can get stored as body fat. So uh, we see in the research time and time again, high alcohol consumption is associated with things like obesity um, and increased fat mass in the belly and abdomen region. So I would say, you know, try to limit it to one to two days a week. Um, or you could do what I did and look at the amount of drinks you have across the week, how many you average a week, and try to slowly and incrementally chip away at that and reduce it uh, so that um, you're taking in less and less alcohol, calories from alcohol, and less and less uh, liquid calories that you're drinking. And if you want more information to any of the research that I am referencing in this podcast episode, uh, you can go to my website. There is a article on this topic, how to lose belly fat 
right there uh, and just click on the article for each one of these tips. They are outlined and there are links to the research that I'm, I'm referencing. All right, tip number three is to eat a high-protein diet. Um, of all the macronutrients, protein is the most satiating, which means it's going to help you feel the fullest. Uh, so obviously, I mean, this kind of is the same as fiber. Incorporating lots of protein in your diet when you're trying to burn body fat is going to be a huge help because it's going to help you feel fuller when you're in a calorie deficit. Um, protein is also the, the major driver of muscle recovery and growth. So if you're strength training as part of your efforts to lose body fat, lose belly fat, which I would suggest that you do, uh, a high protein diet can, can help you prioritize, uh, the fat that you burn. So it can actually help you when you're losing weight, make sure that the majority of that weight you're losing is from actual body fat, uh, because your body is going to try and hold on to muscle mass if you are challenging it through strength training. Um, and then, you know, lastly, uh, um, uh, a real big benefit of strength training consistently over time is that the more muscle you build, the more calories your your body's naturally going to burn. So it's going to boost your metabolism. It's kind of protein. Yeah, I said at the beginning, I wasn't going to give you any magic pills, but really protein is kind of a magic pill for everything with fitness and nutrition goals. Um, and especially when it comes to burning belly fat, the more protein you can have, the more consistent you can be with consuming protein, the more benefits you're going to see over time. And I put a pro tip in the article uh, that you can check out, uh, but trying to get at least 100 grams of protein a day. Most people don't get that much, so try to get to 100 grams a day. And if you know that you already get 100 grams or more, then try to shoot for one gram of protein per pound of your body weight. Um, now, that may not work for people who are very overweight or obese, um, so the last tip I'll give you is if you are very overweight or obese, um, take your height in inches and calculate it to your height in centimeters. And then whatever that number is, try to eat that many grams of protein a day. So like if you're 170 centimeters tall, try to eat 170 grams of protein. Tip number four is to manage your stress levels. And, you know, when you're trying to lose body fat, stress probably isn't the first thing you think of or the first thing that comes to mind when managing your weight. Um, but stress matters. Cortisol is a stress hormone in the body. And when stress goes up, cortisol goes up. And when cortisol goes up, the research shows us that it's, in, it's associated with increased appetite and storage of body fat. So, hey, that's a that's a big issue uh, for what we're talking about here. So I know it's not as simple as saying like, oh, I'm just going to be less stressed today. That that doesn't work. It'd be great if it did. Um, but trying to find little ways throughout each day to find peace, find happiness, find calm throughout your day uh, could could be beneficial to your weight loss and fat loss goals. And that you know the the, the best way I can recommend to do that is just find things that bring you joy. And try and do one or more of those every day. So if, if you like going for walks, go for a walk every day. Uh, if there's a show you really love that's not super stressful, um, give that a watch every day. Anything like that that <clears throat> brings you calm, brings you joy, those are going to be beneficial. All right, tip number five is to limit the amount of sugary foods you eat. And this one is probably uh, as, as as common and widely known as it gets with, with fat loss, but... Um, Sugar can 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 cause some issues. Sugar is often painted as the devil or like it's bad or unhealthy in diet, diet culture. I don't necessarily believe that, but it is clear that the more sugar you consume, you know, the research says the greater your chances are of gaining weight. 
having higher levels of belly fat, body fat, all that stuff. Um, and we talked about drinking calories before. Well, sugary drinks make it way too easy to add calories to your diet um, and sugary foods as well. Uh, sugary foods or drinks, they're often very calorie dense. What that means is you're eating a relatively small piece of food that comes with a relatively high amount of calories. So a candy bar is pretty small and you're getting a ton of calories out of it, but you're not feeling full from eating it. So you may need to have like five candy bars to make you feel full on candy bar. Like that's, that's stupid. That that's not going to help you out. It's not gonna make you feel full. It's not going to promote the loss of body fat. So I would say, you know, for anything sweet, maybe steer away from some of the more processed artificial things and reach for some of the more natural things like fruit. Like fruit is unbelievably tasty. I don't know why more people don't eat fruit, but here's your chance <laughs> to eat more of it. Um, and, and there are also some, you know, no calorie or low calorie sweeteners that you could add to things that don't run up a ton of calories. So anything that can maybe, you know, solve that sweet tooth issue that you're having, but not get bringing in a ton of extra calories is good. Tip number six is to do a combination of strength training and cardio. I mentioned strength training a little bit uh, a few minutes ago, but um, too often when people want to lose weight or lose body fat, it means hopping on a treadmill or a Stairmaster, doing hours and hours of endless amounts of cardio every day, every week. And that's a recipe for failure, uh, to be completely honest with you. And again, that goes back to the concept of, oh, I should just burn as many calories as I can. That's not going to work, okay? For the process of burning belly fat, you want to lose specifically belly fat, right? You don't want to be losing muscle mass in your body. So you need to be doing strength training to promote your body to hold on to the muscle mass that you have, or potentially if you're a beginner or if you're very overweight or obese, you could build muscle throughout this process. And then at the end of the process, uh, you look even better than you could ever imagine because you're not a string bean. You built some muscle during the process. Um, and the majority of the weight that you lost was from body fat. So my recommendation would be to do uh, at least two days of strength training a week, up to as many as five, and, and you need to start on the lower end of that if you're new to lifting weights. Um, and then cardio is beneficial, so I don't want to make it sound like you should never do cardio. Uh, but cardio is beneficial for the health benefits that you get from doing cardio, not from the fact that it burns calories quickly. So sprinkle in some low-intensity cardio on days that you're not strength training, and, and what I would recommend is a light bike ride, going for walks, going for a light jog, nothing that's too intense, um, but is low intensity and you can repeat it. You can do it consistently. That's going to be best. Tip number seven is to limit or eliminate cooking oils in your diet. And Earlier when I talked about alcohol, I mentioned empty calories and liquid calories, calories that are way too easy to consume. Well, cooking oils present something very similar. Uh, cooking oils are loaded with calories. So I talked about, you know, calorie-dense foods just a, a minute ago with the candy bar, right? C cooking oils are the same thing. A tablespoon of olive oil is packed with calories and it's not going to do anything to help you feel full. So the more you can get by without cooking oils, the better, uh, especially when you're dieting. So try to use a zero-calorie like zero calorie spray like Pam. That, that may help out. Uh, and just reduce as much as you can because uh, those cooking oils, you don't realize it when you're making the food, but they add quite a bit of extra calories. Tip eight, stop drinking calories. Talked about this one earlier as well, but uh, liquid calories just come way too easy 
to consume. And so it makes it way too easy to overconsume calories and get yourself out of a calorie deficit uh, on a daily basis. And I, I mentioned that a little bit at the start, but some of the things I ask my clients on this topic when we get started, are you drinking calories on a regular basis? If so, how often or how much? What types of drinks are they? And then are there lower or zero calorie alternatives? You don't have to be doing diet soda for the rest of your life. But for now, while you're trying to get your body composition in check and while you're trying to lose body fat, they may be a good alternative and they, they will probably support the goals that you have. So soda, juice, loaded coffees, all that stuff, it's not going to help you out in this process. Stop drinking calories. Okay, tip number nine. This is not an easy one for a lot of people, but get seven to nine hours of sleep every night because studies show that suffering from poor sleep on a regular basis can uh, contribute to increased weight gain. And in fact, uh, there's a meta-analysis of 18 studies. Again, this is linked in the article on my website uh, that involved more than 600,000 adults and it showed an association between sleep loss and obesity. Uh, unfortunately, people nowadays just don't get enough sleep. Seven to nine hours is recommended for adults. Um, and most people don't get it. And the, the sleep that people do get is typically very low quality. So um, <clears throat> I have an article on my website, actually, if you Google a sleep routine that works and Chris Gates, you're going to find it. That may really help you develop some habits that promote higher quality sleep. So I would, I would encourage you to check that out. But sleep is huge. For any type of fitness or nutrition goal, sleep is huge. It probably shouldn't be this far down the list, but it is. Uh, but the better your sleep quality is and the more you get of it, it may drastically influence uh, your eating habits and your weight loss in a positive way. All right, the 10th and final tip, track and document your training and nutrition. This final tip is maybe going to be the most impactful of all because if you're not already tracking your nutrition, now's the time to give it a try. Uh, many people get scared of tracking their food and I get it, it sounds daunting. You're saying every single piece of food I put in my mouth, I have to mark it down somehow and figure out the calories and, and how it all comes together. I promise you, if you haven't done it, it is not difficult. I promise you, it is so much easier than you think it is. Uh, really, tracking food requires one additional step to preparing anything that you eat. Uh, I've written an article on my website about how to track your macros. Uh, that walks you through exactly what you need to track your food and how to do it each day. Search how to track your macros, Chris Gates. You'll find it. Uh, I even have a video on my uh, YouTube channel, and it's in that article that walks you through how to specifically track certain foods with a food scale. So I got all the resources for you. Again, if you haven't tried this, check these out. For any weighing and measuring that you do, uh, you can download an app like MyFitnessPal. That's the app I use with all of my clients. It tallies up your nutrition throughout the day for you, okay? So really all you have to do is if you're eating uh, prepackaged food, you can scan the barcode and it will pop up into MyFitnessPal automatically. And then you just hit the check mark, add it to your food diary for that day, and MyFitnessPal is gonna tally things up for you as you go along. If you have a food that doesn't have a, um, uh, a barcode that you can scan, you can search for it. Because my fitness pet, my fitness pal has thousands and thousands of foods in its directory that you can search for, uh, or you know you can create one of your own foods if you can't find it in my fitness pal. Like this stuff is not hard to do. A lot of the times, if you do it for a week or two weeks, 
and you get in the swing of things and you get used to it, it's just going to become part of the process as you move forward. It's going to become a habit. It's going to be easy. And then you're going to be able to that much better track and document how things are working with your diet. It's the most foolproof way to understand how many calories you're taking in each day. And remember what we talked about at the beginning of the episode, the calories that you're taking in each day are much, much, much more important than the calories that you're burning. So this is a huge step. Once you do that from there, you can easily figure out how to manipulate your nutrition to start losing weight and burn off belly fat because you're going to be able to figure out if you're in a calorie deficit or not. Try to take one or two of these to start and implement them. And once they become a habit, once they become part of your regular routine, then you can add another. Uh, Any of these, if you choose them, is going to help. And I would specifically say if any of these speaks to you and is kind of identified in your brain as, yeah, that might be an issue for me. That might be something that I'm struggling with. And that might be something that's contributing to why I need to burn off this belly fat then maybe that's a good one for you to start with. If you have any questions at all, please don't hesitate to reach out. That's why I'm here. Uh, I, I want to help you. So please feel free to um, you know, reach out to me on my website, chrisgatesfitness.com. If you're interested in coaching at all, I have a coaching page there. Uh, you can check out what coaching is like. There's a bunch of client testimonials. Um, and if you like what you see, you can fill out a uh, coaching application form and then I will reach out to you and we can talk about what that might look like for you. Um, but Thank you so much for listening. Like I said, I hope this was helpful. And uh, yeah, I'll talk to you all again soon. See ya.